What up, though? Daddy, come on. Timothy, what up, bro? What's going on, fam? Just waiting on, uh, on Jermaine to chime in, and we can get the show rolling. Uh, okay, well, hopefully it don't take as long as some people <laughs> log on. Andrew. Hey, you said it, I didn't. Oh, man. We be having all type of uh, shenanigans when people be trying to log on. They be, right. uh, they be powering up engines. You know. Hello? Doing the whole, doing, yeah, what up, though? What up, man? What up, what up? Yes, sir. We in this thing for the latest episode of the Detroit Chess Killers podcast. You know, normally presented by the D Wild Man, aka Derek Wilder, but uh, he's handling, he's finishing up some business at the uh, K twelve National High School Championships in Schaumburg, Illinois. Uh, so it's myself, Tim Spate. And Joe Gasson holding down the fort. Or we should say, yeah. Yep. Taking the show over, you know. When the uh <laughs> when the when the cats away, the mice will play. So, you know, that's what we're doing. So yeah, what's good, man? Tell us, tell us, tell us something good. Well shit, what's going on, man? First of all, thanks for having me. Oh, not, not a problem. Yeah. And for you all that's listening, uh, we have one of the CCB members on the line. This is uh Jermaine Howlett. Want to uh, interview him? Hear a little about his story. So, yeah, uh, the one, and, the one and only. You know. <laughs> so you know, the first thing we usually ask everybody is their background. How did you first get started? Um, what got you really into chess? You know, what was your first teacher? Things of that nature. Go ahead, Jermaine. Well, my stepfather taught me how to play. You know, uh, he taught me how to play when I was about twelve, and it didn't take me long to really start beating him. I was beating him in like a month. Dang. And they had a little uh, chess. They had a little chess club at my school, you know. So when we got, he told me over the Christmas break. So when we got back to school or whatever, I started going there. And um, it wasn't much of a club. It was just really me and my little brother and a couple other kids. But they was kind of, you know, half in and half out of it. Right. But um, I had a, a chess coach, Mr. Carlos. And he took us to like some little school tournaments and all of that. Like he took us to Haynes Elementary in Chinatown in Chicago. And um, I went five and one and what I thought was really good, but turns out it wasn't nothing now that I know, now that I know about, uh, you know, chess or whatever. Right. It wasn't really that. It was probably like U900 or something like that. But um, <laughs> you know, I won five games and lost one and thought I was the man. <laughs> you know? mm. We take all wins. Yeah. Hey, look, then they took me to, um, they took us to the Chicago Open, and I didn't have a, you know, I didn't have a rating or whatever, so I, I won two games and lost, like, four. I was extremely discouraged after that. I was hurt, but that just, uh, that caused me to really, you know, try to focus on the game a little bit, but when I, <clears throat> when I graduated, they didn't have it at my high school, so I kind of got, I got away from the game for years. I always played around the neighborhood. You know, in the hood, chess is kind of like that thing that all the guys that go back and forth to jail play. Yeah. Right. You know, but I was crushing them dudes. But now, looking back on it, I didn't know nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I just played around. I still don't know nothing, but I still, you know, I played around the neighborhood, and that was kind of like my little, 
they knew me for that, you know. They used to call me Shorty Fresh. Like like the kid on Fresh who used to play with uh, <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne. Because I used to crush them dudes. We used to gamble and everything. But I didn't know nothing. I used to play the Kings Gambit. And that was it. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. So you was gambling as a kid? Yeah, that's how I ate. Shit. Oh, man. You, you could have been one of us. That's how we all did it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. Moji had nine kids. I wasn't getting nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to, you know, I used to shoot dice and play chess. Oh, I did. When I was a shorty, trying to get a couple dollars. Right. Hey, man, by the way, I think, uh, you know, just throwing that out there, man, I don't think there's anything wrong with a little King Gambit, man. Oh, no, it ain't. I mean, now that's actually something that I'm uh, I'm kind of looking into. Like, like right now, you know, I'm studying my system. And in the beginning of my system, they got a lot of little examples. And a couple of those examples come out of the King's Gambit. So. This is true. I just you studying my system right now. Yeah, Aaron Milsevich, yes, sir. Yep, must Classic. read. Tim, you know I used to play the King's Gambit. Yeah, man, we talked about this before. And, um, you know, I just wanted to throw out there, too, uh, you know, for, for maybe some of our more casual listeners, like, the King's Gambit is a very sharp, you know, tactical opening, and you could probably have some success with it, probably all the way up to maybe probably, like, Class A. I say probably, like, beyond that, you might be pushing it, because you nailed it. You nailed what it. I understand is, like, you know, once you get about that strength, like, you, you know some of the main lines and like basically kind of how to counter what, what White's trying to achieve there in that opening so it could be like I said very uh very double edged and um you know one wrong move and you know you, you definitely playing for a win or you playing for a loss really probably ain't no too much in between on that yeah I agree um it's successful up to about class you can, you can actually catch a lot of class A players in a lot of the traps still but like oh, once yeah? you get to like yeah class A, they literally just destroy the King's Gambit. <laughs> I said up to about nineteen hundred and above, I wouldn't try it. I wouldn't try it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. anybody under nineteen hundred, yeah, I mean, you just get on the business. <laughs> I mean that's that that's interesting because they really they used to use that a lot back in the day. Like a lot of the old GMs, yeah, the King's Gambit. And I, I think it depends on the person who's play who's actually playing. Yeah. I think, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I wanted to kind of just chime in on that point too, because I think one of the reasons um, why it's kind of uh, maybe falling out of style at like the higher levels too is because, you know, nowadays we now we know a lot more about opening theory and and things of that nature, and with the help of engines, also um, it's it's allowed for like a, a much better understanding about, you know, advantages or how to equalize and stuff like that out of the opening. So, yeah, I think, you know, a lot of people go for maybe, you know, like I said, more more lines where they know they can, you know, have, you know, better chances or whatever, be able to capitalize off and stuff like that. No, yeah, I mean, yeah. now, this, I don't, I don't, I don't know a whole lot about chess, but I am studying and reading sure. now. And I, from, from what I see, I just think like the guys on a higher level, they just really. Yeah. Play. I mean, I might, I might sound like. No, no, not at all. Play, not at play all. Safe chess. Not at all. I was yeah, just like you said, because you know, safe. I, I never, and um, I think this kind of goes for Derek too, or at least especially while I'm on with him, 
I never um, assume that everybody in the audience knows exactly what we're talking about. So sometimes we might touch on the subject. I just want to provide a little bit more context because, you know, we might have beginners out there. We might have some people who don't really play chess at all or whatever, you know, or people who yeah. literally, they, they, you know, they know these lines in and out and the stuff that we're talking about. So just to kind of give everybody a feel for something like that, you know. But right. hey, I think even at the highest levels, I'll say this too. The King's Gambit could probably be bought out as like a novelty here and there, just to kind of test you and see, like, you know what I'm saying? You might have you, you've been prepping for me on, you know, X, Y, and Z, and then I kind of throw this wrinkle in at you just to see where you at. And then also, too, I'll just throw this in there for anybody that's studying the King's Gambit. You want to probably take a look at the Falk Bear Counter Gambit, because that's one of the ones that when you encounter that boy, like, you're going to want to know what to do and then I think Bobby Fisher had a couple interesting ways in trying to defend against that too but anyway let's move along so why don't you go ahead and tell us Jermaine um like where are you at now with your chess like what's your what's your current over the board rating what like where you at on your online blitz ratings on leechess chess.com stuff like that well my uh my current over the board I just got you know just really start focusing more on my classical chess right now. I'm around like uh, 15, 40, 15, 30, somewhere mm-hmm. in there. But um, <clears throat> I didn't play three tournaments in the last month. One tournament, I did horrible, two out of four. The next tournament, it was U16. Then the next tournament, I won the U16. Then I just had two and a half out of four. And my last U16 in my little local tournament at UIC, it's a pretty decent field. But now I'm going to just move up. And playing a U2000 or whatever. I'm going to the Mid American next week. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's kind of where I'm at with it with my. Uh, so, so what's your what's your goal? What's your goal classical. for your your classical for the year? For the year 2000. That's, that's what 2000. I'm talking about. Yeah, 2000. I think it's uh I think it's reasonable and I think it's attainable and I think it's just kind of um it's kind of where you set your temperature if you understand what I mean. It's like I heard this kid. And he was talking to another kid. And it was when it, it was last year when I was at Chicago Open. And they were just having a conversation. Little kids. I mean, I mean like 12 mm. or 13. But so I'm somewhere around that area. And he was like, hey, you're ready. He said, oh, I'm just 19. And then at that time, I was thinking in my mind, I'm like, he's saying he's weak and he's 1900. But now I understand that's because he has, you know, higher goals. And he's probably around other guys or other children that are probably like 22 and 23 so he's, he's, he's he views 1900 as weak which in the biggest scheme of things it really is you know what I mean it's temperature set and I'm setting my temperature higher so I'll be an expert by the end of the year I just gotta put in that type of work to become an expert by the end okay. of the year well said so, okay. yep that's now, real far as, um, Lee Chess and Chess.com what are your ratings on those sites uh, Lee Chess, I'm around like 17 or something okay. right now. Maybe 17. But like, it's crazy because I, I will come into the fucking NBL. I can have a rating of like 1800 and leave that motherfucker 16. <laughs> I get blasted. Oh, in the uh, arena? Yeah. In the arena, you lose a lot of, I lose a lot of points for Zerkin. I don't know if that's the case with you. <laughs> no, I tried my best not to for I'm a Zerkin. Some guys, some of the little weaker guys, like, you know, probably like Nathan, somebody like that. I berserked them, but I ain't going to be berserking too much because I got to, you know, I'm trying to win. Right. I'm not mm-hmm. just trying to berserk and 
and beat somebody if I can. I want to really right. win, you know. And then I've been uh, trying to play little little things. I really just kind of work out online anyway. Some some, some little um, openings I've been trying to do or something like that. Just try a line or something. But <clears throat> like that. But my chess.com, my Leech Chess Blitz is about 17 plus right now. And my uh, chess.com Blitz is probably like 15 plus right okay. now. Mm-hmm. Now, Tim, you was in the NBL too, so matter matter of fact, shout out to the NBL. You know, as a as a champion of an NBL tournament, you know, I definitely got to shout them out. Man, Chambers plug. See, first of all, man. Okay, uh, I was spectating these NBL jump offs, man. You know, I was spectating Joe and Cameron Tolliver and. And D Wild man, you know, when you know on these Monday and Fridays, and then it was just like, man, you spectating, you might as well get in. So I'm like, man, I don't know, whatever, I don't know. Then I was like, all right, man, F it though. I'm gonna go ahead and get in. So talk me into it, bro. I joined, I think it was the I think I did the three minute one first. Or did I do the bullet one first? I, can't remember. I think you did bullet first. You yeah, I think I did you bullet did. first. Bro, I did bullet first, bro. Got destroyed. You beat me though. Whatever I, I did first, you. I got destroyed. The first you beat one, me though. I got absolutely, I absolutely, man, I was so mad. Like, listen, bro, I wanted to throw my phone. Me and uh and D was talking at the same time, you know, while the uh, little arena was happening. I was, I was, I was so upset with my performance, bro. And then the next time, um, I played, I did a little bit better. Like, and really, I set low goals for myself. I really was just like. I just don't want to be the absolute last person here. That was really like my first goal. And then the second goal, I was just like, you know what? I at least wanna I at least wanna, you know what I'm saying, get a couple, a couple points. You know what I'm saying? Something a little bit decent. But uh, but yeah, man, the marinas is hard, man. I could I could definitely uh vouch for that. Oh yeah, man. Really tough. Now moving on. Yeah. You also got another special skill that you also do in your spare time. Well, I ain't gonna say your spare time, something that you work hard at. You're a boxer as well, right? Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of what I want to do in my life. That is what I want to do in my life. I fall off the uh the discipline horse okay. sometimes, but you know, now now I'm back on it and I'm working and I'm moving forward. You know. So yep, that's what that's what I do. That's oh, what okay, I do. so how much of a correlation um, do you feel there there is or there might be between like the mental game of chess and the mental game of boxing? It's it's uh I mean believe it believe it or not it's so similar. It's like um it's extremely similar. I don't think there's many differences at all mm. because it's both they're both physically grueling and and I've, I've realized when I'm in shape as far as boxing is concerned my chess is better. But when I'm not in shape, uh. my chest goes down. And, you know, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I do a lot of reading and stuff like that. And um, now I know, I, now I understand fully that physical exercise, it, it, it also hurts your mental capacity in your mental cognition. It, it helps you a lot. You know what I mean? So the better shape, the better physical shape you're in, the better you will perform with a chessboard and all that fatigue that you get, you won't really feel it. Mm. You know what I mean? It, it, it'll help you a lot. That's interesting because uh, me and Derek just had a conversation about this and he's been wearing a uh, weight vest and some other stuff he got going on. Yeah. Chicago, yeah. And he really believes 
physical shape and chest kind of correlate. Like it's better to be in space. They go, yeah. They go hand in hand, man. I'm telling Kasparov you. They go hand in hand. Felt that way. Uh, Magnus. Magnus is a big uh, soccer player. I know Kasparov is more of a, a swimmer. Gary Kasparov, former world champion. Um, you know what so, I didn't even realize, uh, Tim? What's that? I was running cross country during my best years. Really? Wow. Yeah, my junior and senior year in high school, I ran cross country. I never thought that my, that might have helped my chest pain, but now that I think about it, it probably did. It probably did, bro. Real talk. I was just thinking maybe some more, like, because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm probably, um, I don't know. I'd probably say, like, Anywhere between a light to a medium uh, fan of boxing, like I try to follow it, but I don't, I don't, I'm not as in, in depth into it like some folks. But I think it's some stuff like that that correlates also, like when you talk about like maybe like anticipation, right? You know, in chess, you're trying to yeah. you know predict, you know, what I'm saying the moves before they happen. I imagine in boxing, you're trying to predict quite a bit, you know, what I'm saying what they what they're trying to do, how they're trying to set you up before they actually do it. And um, what was another yeah. one? Oh, countering. Like, I know counter is pretty big. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, on a chessboard, you know, somebody trying to, you know what I'm saying, hit you with a blow. And, you know, you can actually, you know what I'm saying, kind of either maybe parry it or whatever. Or you like, you, you set up your counter attack. And I know that's probably like a direct correlation to some um, boxing concepts also. Oh, yeah. You make you make them pay for mm-hmm. it. Or you can walk them. You can, it's just like walking somebody into a, a line that you want them to play. It's like walking them right into the line or whatever. It's the same thing in boxing. You can set them up, you know, walking right into the trap, walking right into the right hand, up, you know, uh, dictating the pace off the jack. Mm. You know, it's the exact same thing. You know what I mean? And it's, uh, oh. they kind of, they kind of wigged me out a little bit when I started. To yeah, no, that just reminded me of another thing too. Like, this is something that I really just started to uh, really learn and try my best to pay attention to. Like, I would say in a lot of my earlier years, this wasn't really a part of my thinking or consideration. But, like, now I'm trying to be, like, extra aware to, like, time and timing. And, and Chess, you know, we, we really talk about this in terms of, of tempo or tempi, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, those valuable moments in time, you know what I'm saying, capitalizing on time or lack your opponent's lack of time, you know, it's a huge uh, deal, I guess, especially with the, you know, the stronger players. So that's that's crazy to me. Like all these parallels we able to find. Yeah, because oh, definitely, hell, oh, man. Like even like um, like now even the stronger players in chess. Like I didn't used to count. I didn't used to count time because I didn't used to know how. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like uh, Joseph actually sent me a position during a during a time where. In my system, it was telling me that I have to count. Time. Right. So I kind of, you know, I kind of broke down the position, and he, he told me that I did it in the correct way. And I feel like that was simply because I was, you know, going through this book, and it, you know, was telling me how to actually count time or tempo. They right. Would say when you're looking at a position, and I didn't even understand that at first. Mm-hmm. He kind of, he kind of explained some things to me, and you know, kind of opened my eyes. Yeah, bit. and the funny so thing about that, I think he. Thank you for that too. Yeah, no I think problem. he told me about that conversation that he had with you about that. Like that's the funny part about it too. Didn't you tell me about this uh this situation, Joe? Yeah, I believe so because I think we was talking about timing. And I think and... he even said you sent him a game of yours that you played, right? Oh yeah, yeah, I did. Or was it somebody else? 
said a few people that game actually. Oh, okay. See, that's how I'm trying to. I know, you know, I know. I remember it was something along these lines. So that's dope, man. But yeah, that's something I I literally didn't learn that until I became I said around high class A was timing, and I I think that's the only thing that left between like class C, D, B, A, and expert is getting like understanding simple time. And it's crazy because when somebody explains it to you, it's like, wow, I didn't ever think that. I didn't ever think that, you know how like in a position in the end game, how you count moves and you make yeah. my piece go here, his piece go there, you literally point at the squares like in your mind. Right. Yeah, yeah I had a guy actually just tell me, just count the squares, just count it out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, you queen, he queens a five, you lose. Mm-hmm. So I, timing, I think, mm-hmm, my bad. Oh no. So yeah, timing is is literally everything. Especially if you watch like the Yasser Theroux strings or yep. um, the Five Gold strings. Jimmy string got some good strings. That's informative. Anything from St. Louis Chess Club. Yeah, if they're breaking down like top level games. They're always mm-hmm. oh he don't have time for that. Yep, yep, yep. Make sure when you're making a move, yeah. you're hitting something. You're gaining time. Yeah, time is like the most important factor in chess. Listen, can I just throw one more example out here for the people? Like, oh, yeah. this is something that kind of blew my mind. It seems really simple, but it's something that's probably, I know I was overlooking, and it's probably overlooked by a lot of people. Like, say, like, let's say in the early stages of the game, right? Uh-huh. Somebody has moved a particular piece more than one time. And if you, let's say, were to exchange one of your pieces for that piece, right? They're not only losing that piece, but they're losing all the time that they put into getting that piece where it was at. Exactly. Like, I, that kind of just blew my mind. So it's like, you actually are swapping off little, you know, moments of time, too, when you go through these little exchanges and stuff like that. Exchanging a well-developed piece for an undeveloped piece or... Vice versa, like that's crazy. Yep. Man. They just took five moves to put to plant that knight on c five, and you took it with a with a bishop you didn't even develop yet. Right. Mm-hmm. That stuff adds up. That stuff adds up. So let's keep it moving. Let's keep the show going. Keep the energy up. Now we we touched on the NBL a little bit. So one thing I want to let the people know out here is that not only is this an arena, right, that we all get into. Um, that's being hosted on Lee Chess, right? There's also some Facebook Messenger chats associated with this thing, okay? So if, if you're a member, if you participate in these, then most likely you're part of the, the, the official NBL chat and the unofficial NBL chat. And I just would like to say, uh, y'all be doing the most in those chat rooms, bro. <laughs> Listen, I be putting my junk on mute for like I don't know. I started off with just like a couple minutes, okay, an hour. I think now I'm, I'm averaging like I'll mute it for like eight hours at a time, and then I'll let it go and see what happens, you know. But man, y'all just y'all really be in them chat rooms, man. Like that's funny because I actually I actually had to mute the chat like five minutes ago because pancake and somebody Troy, I guess they going at it again. And the notifications yeah. was popping up and, and interrupting my um because I got my Bluetooth headphones, so I'm, I'm getting the D and it stopped <laughs> in the podcast, <laughs> bro. <laughs> and so one particular reason why I bought these chats up, besides just letting the people know, is 
uh, Jermaine. It kind of seemed like you was tossing my name around in the chat rooms, man. Oh, yeah, I was waiting on this. I was waiting on this. So, I mean, let's go ahead and get to that part. Like, what, can we can we just uh, get a little background and context <laughs> on, like, how this came up, like, what the conversation was, you know, and, and everything? Because I'm still not really sure, honestly. Hey, no, see, I know you don't hang around in the chat like that. I don't really see your little, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't see your little face icon down there at the bottom. But, you know, I just, uh, it, it, it really came about because I just got tired of, you feel me, the, all the Detroit chess killers covered in my man's dagger. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, how can how can I defend Daniel in a way that don't get me crushed? Okay. See, I can't, I can't really rumble with them big cats, y'all got, you know, the... Uh, with the uh, with D and and Joseph and Canty and I can't run with y'all on that board, mm-hmm. but I think I, I'm like I think I can get. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, man. So hey, let me let me call. Hey, listen, call. hey, I, hey, look, <laughs> hey, listen. That that is perfectly perfectly fine, man. I actually got a kick out of that, um, and I don't I don't blame you at all because them is some killers. And, you know, I've been on the pod before saying, you know what? I maybe, you know what I'm saying, consider myself a little bit lower tier than some of the rest of them. But, you know, I don't, I don't think I'm no pushover, though. But I, I think that I respect that. That was a that was a boss move of you, man. Go, you know, go ahead and, uh, you know, tell, tell the people how you feel, really feel, you know? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think you know pushover either. I wouldn't play, mm-hmm. but um, I, I wanna, I wanna really, I need to put myself. It's kind of like, like I've, I've gotten used to pressure because I, I'm a fighter. I fight all yep. the time, and now when I get in the ring, if I, if I know who I'm fighting, there is really no pressure because I know this person. But if I don't know him, I might feel a slight amount of pressure. You know, you get that little weird, feel. Yep. you get the flush of adrenaline and stuff like that. And it's kind of like that. See, I got, I already got a cage match with one of the guys I know. Chris, you know, he's pretty good. Over, over the board, he's different than online. Online, he's like no competition, but over the board, he's actually tough. So I want to play him, but I also want to play somebody else that's not from Chicago. And I want to play somebody that's from Detroit. I need to put my foot on somebody's neck so I could talk crazy. Hey, 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 I feel you, man. Okay. Are you referring to Chris Shaw? Yeah, Chris Shaw is actually okay. He's from Chicago? Yeah, he's from Chicago. What's his rating? What, 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 what? Tell us something about him. Joe, you know about him? Uh, Chris, he used to play back in the day with uh, Daniel and Dwayne and, um, and William. He used to be on William team in school, so he knows a lot. But he kind of stepped away from the game, but kind of came back. Mm-hmm. But he's not hes not as strong as them. At oh, all. okay. You know what I mean? He's probably around, like, I feel like me and him are kind of on even ground. But I feel like th- that we were on even ground with me just coming into the game. But I, I, I know for sure that I'm going to crush him because I'm studying and I'm learning. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I, I know I'm, I'm going to crush him. I'm learning things that I didn't know. It's like, have you ever done something? You were doing it correctly, but you didn't know why you were doing it? It's kind of yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. that in a sense. I'm learning why I was doing so. You know I mean, I'm learning why certain things work, mm-hmm. but I was already kind of doing yeah, it. Yeah, right. But isn't it- Some people attribute that to kind of like instinct or uh, intuition. And that's, you know, that's something that kind of comes naturally. You can't really teach that. But but learning the why behind the what, though, like that's, you know, going to obviously take, yeah, take anybody's game, you know what I'm saying, that much further. And 
create it to where maybe it's more you're able to duplicate that thought process and, and make those type of moves more often instead of just kind of maybe landing on them you know when your intuition is really firing at a high high rate of speed you know what i'm saying so but yeah, let's get yeah. back to this though you and me man we can lock that in bro we can actually make that happen um you know i've been trying to see who on the chicago side i can i can play too so i mean Bro, I mean, ain't nothing but space opportunity as far as that go with me. <laughs> uh, like I, said, I, re- I, mean, I respect the call out, bro. I respect it. And now yeah, and, just got to try to set it up. Yeah, and as a promoter, you know, when I talked to um Daniel and Lou, and I believe Johnny, Johnny was on, I think Nate wasn't available. But uh, I asked them, you know, what was the purpose behind NBL and Chicago Chess Blitz? And they was like, well, all the DMs are getting the attention. So they, they created something for like the experts of math. And now I think both sides, not only me, I think Nick Kelly, you know, we, we have a few conversations. We want to actually start exposing the lower rated players matters and the, 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 the weak players delegation. Like we want to be able to set up matches for you guys because the lower player rated <laughs> players, you know, they're supporting us. So we want to start supporting you guys and booking matches. So we like to see y'all calling out each other because eventually y'all going to get up there with us eventually. I don't think it, it won't be. It won't. It won't be long. Yeah, I don't think it'll like be long it. for none. Of, for none of us. Let's talk about y'all. Okay, I'm on your ass, Joe. <laughs> Listen, you know that's just uh, motivation. Derek, Derek is really, really making this push to try to become a 2,000 rated player, um, like as soon as possible. Hopefully, within the next tournament or two. Um, but yeah, so I'm interested to see, you know, how much pressure you can put, you know, and others, you know what I'm saying? As far as like, cause he, he close, he like, he like 1900, um, 19 and some change. Like I think like, is it a 1900, 1905 or 1914? For some reason, it's one of those. I can, I, I'm not exactly sure, but, um, but yeah, if you could apply some pressure, and, and everybody's more in it, motivating everybody, you know what I'm saying, to get to their uh, they next benchmark or their next goal. Like, man, that's the name of the game right there. Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely. I think it's a, it's only a matter of time. Like I said, you got to raise your temperature. And, you know, D is doing the, he's doing the right thing by um, planting those quads with the Masters. I've been checking that out mm-hmm. or whatever. With, uh, I think his name is Mario Lopez. Yeah, Mario not Lopez. What is that? Yeah, um, you know, he's doing the right thing by playing stronger players. That's why I'm kind of just gonna move up and play, you know, in tougher section just so I can see kind of, you know, what my limits are right now at this uh, you know, particular right. moment. Just you just gotta keep going. You gotta first, you gotta believe that you can do it. Like, one thing that I that I just don't like about you know, chess players in general uh-huh. is like, um. It's like I feel like they put a cap on themselves. Like hey, like ah, oh, I should have started when I was eight so I can reach this level. Or uh, maybe you know I'm, I'm I'm grown now. I'm an adult so I can't reach this level. And even in in chess as a whole, they don't really you know promote adults playing chess, so to speak. It's kind of a young man sport. But um, like I think a lot of people think that they can't improve once they reach a certain age, and that's just beyond me that's something that i can't quite understand well you know they i don't understand it well my point on that is i think people feel that way because when you're a kid you don't have responsibility 
and you can just, you know, go home, go in your room and lock in. When you're an adult, it's kind of hard to balance it. So, so people fall off, gotta go to work, got the kids, got the wife, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then they try to stop and then jump back in. But with chess, you gotta, like, if you're training, it's like boxing. You can't train for three months and you gotta fight at the end of the year, then stop, take a break for two or three months and then jump back in and think, like you pretty much, the other three months don't exist. You pretty much starting over every time you stop, in my opinion, when it comes to chess. Mm. Because you gotta, right, but you resp- have to keep going. Yeah, but responsibilities aren't necessary, aren't necessarily like um, something that you can put on it because if you can make time to watch the Game of Thrones or to play 2K or to do what to do, there's 24 hours in a day. Uh-huh. You, have, you still have time to do, Hold you on. know, to study if that's what you want to do. Just to cut you off, Game of Thrones is um, more important than chess. <laughs> <laughs> Winter is coming. Winter is that's coming. That's why Game of Thrones is like right after, <laughs> like, it's like my kids, Game of Thrones, then like my, my job and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> like that's my priority. <laughs> Bro, I started watching that show because of this man. I thought it was trash at first, but uh, I watched a couple it. episodes and now yeah, I got hooked. <laughs> nah, April, April 14th. Shout out to HBO. Hopefully they're sponsoring. Nice. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got I got I got a question for you, Jermaine. What's up, bro? What do you find most satisfying? Uh landing a, a, a nice combination on a chessboard. Or getting a crispy, clean punch off in a fight. Like, what? What are you like? What do you enjoy more between those two? Oh no, it's not even, dude. That's not even a comparison. It's a, it's definitely boxing. I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here in front like you know, chess is a priority over boxing. Okay. But chess is something that, um, chess is something that kind of got got my life back on track. Mm-hmm. That like it, 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 it really did, and uh. It's a little bit personal, but it was something that I was really just, you know, doing a lot of inward reflection. This is how I got back into chess as a, as an adult, how I actually started playing tournaments. I was uh, mm-hmm. at a point in my life about two years ago. That's when I got back in, you know, got back into chess and started playing tournaments seriously. I um, I was trying to develop better habits and, you know, on my, on my quest to become a better person. Mm. And, uh, what book was I reading? I think it was Napoleon Hill's thinking grow rich I could be wrong but um it was just saying how hard it is to to just let go of, go of a habit complete you have to replace you gotta replace a bad habit with a better habit and I replaced mm. a lot of the stuff that I was doing I replaced it chess so I started playing chess on my phone or the next thing you know I am like fuck this okay I end up at a tournament at UIC and that was just it I started playing after that you know what I mean mm-hmm. You know, another tournament, you know, went to Kings Island, and it was just a lot. You know, so they kind of got me going. I was headed, I was headed in the wrong direction a little bit. Got away from boxing, got away from a lot of things, but chess kind of got me back on that straight path. You know what I mean? It kind of centered me, even right now, when I go through the, go through different struggles with like my weight, and I'm not directly in a gym and stuff like that. Outside mm-hmm. of boxing, like chess is something that always keeps me centered. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's just like a huge part of my life. That's why I know I'm gonna be, you know, an expert in the year. It's just gonna be easy. Now, do you feel like the, the Blitz League or the Mathis, the Chicago, Detroit, 
Um, do you feel that bringing like some of y'all retired Chicago players, you know, back into the fold? Do you think people are coming back because of these reasons? Um, I mean, like, um, I really, I, I, like I said, I've been around for about two years playing competitively, but I've seen a lot of those old guys. They used to be at the park. I used to see them all the time, but I just didn't really know them like that. Stop by trying to play a few games, keep it moving. But like some of the guys that I'm seeing online now, it's kind of the same guys that kind of already been playing. I don't know about coming out of retirement and all of that, but it's definitely making some guys step their game up. Like, let me like, like Daniel, you know, he's stepping his game up. You know what I mean? This is a, I think, I feel like this is kind of him. You know what I mean? If, if, if that makes any sense, it's like, let me see. This is kind of like his thing. This, this NBL and, and stuff like that. This is like benefiting him in, in like a huge way because mm-hmm. he'll be a, he'll be a master son. It's him working on his game. It's basically like him doing homework, working on his game publicly, like showing everybody and mm-hmm. using that to help right. him improve in a way. I feel like D is kind of doing the same thing. Okay, uh, let me D. ask you this. Let me ask you this. The way you just kind of uh, frame that up for us kind of leads me to this analogy. So I'm just going to go ahead and just double check you, you know, your temperature on this one. Okay? One of our two cities, Chicago or Detroit, one of the two cities is Goku and one of the two cities is Vegeta. Which one is which, in your opinion? Well, first of all, I was gonna let you know. <laughs> Vegeta is my favorite animated character in history. Uh-huh. Like this is this is an unfair analysis. Because but, Vegeta, 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 I like Vegeta more than I like anybody that's you know animated, period. Okay, but if I could just jump in real quick though, my if my memory serves me correct, Vegeta kind of historically has been well, except for at first. At first, he clearly had the edge. But since that, uh, maybe the first time him and Goku went at it, I think like he's kind of always been kind of low key, you know, saying right there, but a little bit playing catch up. Detroit is Vegeta. Say that again. Detroit is Vegeta. You think Detroit's Vegeta? I don't even watch Dragon Ball Z. We, so I don't we even know the, which, which. I don't we even the, know which character. We don't see the true uh Saiyan Prince. I just know no, that. It, it, I, I mean, <laughs> hold on, let, let, just let me tell you my reason. I just know off of memes online that Goku is like a deadbeat. So I can't, I don't want that. Under, like, <laughs> Maybe this is the wrong analogy, bro. Bro, Goku went to each level higher than Vegeta. Like, once it got to start being like Super Saiyan and beyond, like, Goku hit like all those levels first. Super Saiyan. Yeah, but then he nah, leaves like his son behind or something. Ultra Instinct. Goku hit all them first. Vegeta wasn't ever. Joe, you better start believing in damn memes. I better start believing in who? He better stop believing in memes. No, but uh, I get exactly what you're saying, Tim. But I, I think that um, we have a Dragon Ball conversation later, okay. you and I. <laughs> but, but I mean, I think Chicago was uh, probably in a bigger scheme of things, probably stronger than Detroit. Just the scene is a little different. From what I'm seeing, but I am here mm-hmm. and I'm not there, so I don't see there. But y'all do got guys that's like doing stuff, like y'all mm-hmm. tough guys mm-hmm. in the pro chess league and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's uh, 
it's tough, but I feel like we like um <laughs> we gotta be like goddamn we gotta be like uh Calico with A-Verb. Oh, oh, you're going to take it to the battle. You got to kill a okay. New York nigga. Oh, okay. And we, and we beat y'all in that, that, that Detroit versus Chicago battle. Though. Say that again. I said we beat y'all in the Detroit versus Chicago battle. In the rap battle? Yeah. In the rap battle what? of battle rappers or like chess players battle rapping? Battle battle rappers. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we ain't, we ain't really got nobody. Yeah, y'all think y- y'all brought like Big T and Prince Laura down here. Yeah, there ain't no nothing, man. They ain't can't stand with Calico. <laughs> <laughs> Calico actually used like a song too in the battle. Like the whole verse of the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cal- Calico dope though, bro. Like on a battle rapping tip, he dope, but he ain't no A-Verb. No, A-Verb, you talking about lyrical genius. Like A-Verb is a lyrical genius. I take Daylight. There's a few of them out there. Yeah, definitely. I like that's, that's, like, that's my guy. How about Third. uh how about we start uh playing some games now? Okay. Hey, we, we got... can't go to that one game. <laughs> oh wait, I don't know which one game you're talking about, but knocking I... people out and then catching hands. We can't Oh no, yeah. That's... No, yeah. we definitely going to that one. We definitely we, you said we you, wait, you said we definitely are? Yeah, because this, this is about to get oh, real. Man. If Jermaine put his hands on people, ain't that technically like a sort with a deadly weapon or something like this, man? He, don't you got you got licensed, registered hands, bro, or something? Not in the self-defense. No, yeah. I mean, we have we have licenses or whatever, but that's for, as a professional, they consider it deadly weapons and all of that. That's yeah, like see, bro, he got, them, he got them hands that's uh registered killer hands, bro. <laughs> like if he let them go that's basically you know what I'm saying life or death situation but um All right. I definitely wanted to play this one game we'll start it off with this one um I, I, hope, I hope it's not whack but I, I just was curious you know uh what is an opening you hate playing against uh, yeah. I don't hate playing against none actually really I like it. I, I don't I, I mean when I when I first started, I used to hate being rushed. Definitely, when I was playing like blitz and all that, I used to hate when people rushed me because they put me on defense a lot, and it, you know it was kind of hard to defend, not really knowing how to defend. But now that I know how to defend a little bit, I'm straight. <laughs> I don't care what you play, okay. you gonna lose. So let's. Are you, first of all, do you play E4 as white? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, you play the game. Right. Okay. I got you did, a, I got a did D4 say that. game. I got a D4 game. Okay. I got a okay. Fair enough. Game. So let's just say you go with E4, okay? And let's just say your opponent goes for some uh, Knight F6. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Would you go ahead and uh, proceed down this uh, Alicon or like. You ain't got that, no choice. Would that, would that bother you? I wouldn't bother me. Okay. Or what if you went E4, they go E5, you go Knight F3, they go Knight F6. You'd be down for some of that uh that Petrov action? Uh, possibly. It depends. depends <laughs> on that. I'm, depends, I'm trying to nail you down on something on, like where it's just like, man, on. oh, I hate that. <laughs> it got to be one opening. You'd be like, man, this guy. Okay, let's assume you black. If somebody hits you with that one G4, that grab. How you feel about that? Uh, I'm gonna play my own team. 
Okay, Tim, ask me. Let me start it off since he's going to be shy about this. Tim, you ask me the question. Okay, Joe, we already know that as black, you hate playing against 1D4. So, yeah. please give us something that you hate playing against besides that, because we already know that. You just said it, D4. Anybody that played D4, I'll, well, I'm well, sorry, but I, I'm, I'm going to assume you like me. Like, cause it's just a gay open. Like, it's gay. It's whack. It's boring. Like, next. French players, I feel the same about y'all. Like, play something exciting, man. Don't nobody, it's bad enough. For instance, we're going to Chicago Open. It's 40 moves in two hours, being sudden death in one hour. It's bad enough I got to sit across from you for possibly six hours. At least make it fun. Like, I don't want to be sitting there in a <laughs> lockdown position Pawn change. We both got eight pawns on the game, you know, on the board. 40, 40 moves into the game. <laughs> like, no action. Like, fight it up. Like, that's why I like I, I like the fact that Jermaine plays the Kings Gambit. That's exciting. Even though Daniel Jones gets on my nerves, he plays a weird F4 open. That's exciting. Like, play exciting chess. Like, quit playing this boring stuff. Jermaine, what do you think about that? It looks it looks like uh Jermaine may have left the conversation. Uh that D4 pressure may have been a little bit too much. So um while we wait for him to rejoin, which hopefully he will, uh I'll just go ahead and chime in and say, Joe, um that means I'm gonna have to definitely uh prep some uh D4 stuff, man, just for you, bro. Just cause you, oh, no. dis- you dislike it so much. I'm not scared of it. I'm, I mean, I can open. I can open position. Right. The next, well, I'm mean, just playing hey, more positional now. I so. mean, yeah, but I would rather play you in something where I know you. You're not particularly fond of it. I mean, right? right? I need all. I need all the advantages I can get. Hold on, hold on. He got disconnected. Um, add him back now. Yeah, man. Go ahead and shoot him that link and get him back up in here, man. Because uh, you know, even though boxers, you know, be doing the, the Floyd May, Mayweather shoulder roll. He can't Floyd show, uh, Mayweather shoulder roll up out of these questions we got for him. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Back. There you go. Yeah, I'm he back. Hey, he I was just saying, you know, boxers be liking to uh, Floyd Mayweather shoulder roll. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I can't let you shoulder roll on these questions, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't get no action. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. So, Joe just doubled down on his default hatred. Um, I hate it. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> do you feel like uh, there's there's one particular opening or opening line that you just like, man, like this some bull. Like I'm I'm trying to hurry up and get this game over as soon as possible. Okay, it's like uh, I've been playing. I played D once in a little daily, little three day, and I played can't you. I play them all the time in that little three day, but they play this little weird Sicilian when you um, but <clears throat> they um, they always push the pawn in a Sicilian position. They always push the Sicilian. Say it again. It's uh E four C five knight F three. Then whatever they do, then they play C three. Yeah, I, I don't really like that. Yeah, bro. Yeah, that's that, that's that's actually getting very popular these days too. C3. Isn't that technically called the Alpha variation or something? No, it's called the uh, C3 the Sicilian. Anti- the C- yeah, it's called the C3 Sicilian. I thought it was called They play Alpha. it to... 
the reason they play it. No. The reason they play it is because if you play white and a guy plays Cecilia, you have to know like I don't even know how many variations. I'm going to guess there are at least thirty different. So who's who's going to prepare for thirty different variations when they can play the C three Cecilia and they can just make it their own? Now they got people off balance. True. My and I might be giving a, a little bit of secret sauce away here. Um, I actually like to play the closed Sicilian with the Fianchetto Bishop on the king side, little uh, G three Bishop G two action. Um, yeah. I, I feel like that leads to some, um, you know, some different looking Sicilian games too. But okay, yeah, I, mean, I mean it's the same idea as to get people out of their familiar line. Mm-hmm. And you're in more familiar lines, right? Yep. I okay. mean, you know, the board gonna be different. The game gonna be played different, but it's like the same idea. Like, okay, I know the C three Sicilian. I know the close Sicilian. We about to see a they know because I'm <laughs> about to play into whatever line. It, it, and the Sicilian is so tricky. You can transpose it into so many different variations. Like, <laughs> and you play one wrong move order in the opening, you're gonna get punished badly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially with aggressive players, like people that trick you, and then next thing you know, you went to an accelerated dragon. When you, you know, <laughs> right. So you have to be, you have to be very careful playing. I will only play the open Sicilian at a, um, I say like a extra level above, if I'm like well versed in every variation, and that's so hard to do. Like I probably know it 10, is. 15 of them, but it's so many of them. It really is. And then, man, bro, sometimes the Sicilians, man, where you get opposite side castling, bro, and then it'd be like straight up wing attacks on both sides. Both people rushing to checkmate the other people, dog. Straight shot fight, bro. They happen a lot. With, like, you play the, uh, like I try to play the accelerated drag, and somebody end up going for like the Yugoslav right. attack in some way, shape, or form. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, I won a couple of games like that, actually. And, yeah, man. That's going to be crazy. All right, yeah, so let's play. Let's let's keep it moving. Let's play. Uh, let's play another game, man. This one is a relatively new one, and um, it's a little bit. It's a little bit challenging. Okay, it's a little bit challenging, but it don't got to be super challenging. But uh, this one is uh, we basically say who is um someone in the chess world. Okay, this could be somebody locally, nationally, internationally. That you know, be like, you know what? I wouldn't mind just going ahead and Derek Jeter sliding into their DM. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask uh Joe, I'm gonna ask you this question first, man. Who do you got for us today on that uh Detroit Giant uh DM slide? In the chess world. Yep, it's got to be somehow re- related to the chess community for that uh, DM slide, Slizzle. <laughs> See, last one y'all ain't like because y'all ain't know who she was. It, well, if you need if you need a minute, I can do mine first because then, you know what I'm saying, I already got one in the chamber. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so um, the one who I got called up, man, in the chamber right now, I actually just started following her on Twitch. Um, but I've seen her do some commentary for uh, like World Chess and stuff like that before, chess.com. But her name is uh, International Master Anna Rudolph. 
Okay. Y'all know who she is? I know who that is. She yeah, got she got an accent. She got like blonde hair with bangs. Oh, no, I just can't read here. Nope. Oh, no, that's uh, Jennifer Shahade, but I, I think I already mentioned her too. Like, she's pretty much, you know, uh, automatic. But, uh, but no, Anna Rudolph, this is what I particularly like about her. I tuned into her stream today, and her, and it, there was somebody else. I ain't gonna say her name because I'm saving her for the future DM slide. But, uh, <laughs> but basically, what they oh, had was. They had their subscribers who are all lower rated players. They took five of them each and they had them play against each other in like a subscriber team battle. And each time they played, whether win or lose, they was just talking them up like real big time. Like, oh, you did this so good and, and all that. I'm just like, yeah, they're going to be saying my name like that one day. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> But, but okay. All right, Joe, you, you thought about somebody? I'm going to have to go with uh, the, the Russian. What? Uh, Christine. Christine. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Christine. 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 You. I'm not too familiar with that one again, boss. Yeah, Russian GM. Oh, Russian GM? Okay. Yeah, I believe she was the world, the world women's champion at one point. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to do some research. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm you're right now. Research on that. All right, how about you? How about you, Jermaine? What's up, man? Well, I've been teaching my girl how to play chance, so we just gonna stick with that one. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Said I've been teaching my girl. How oh, to play okay. See, so my, see, I should. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, respect. So my 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 beautiful. Yeah, beauty, man. Hey, ain't woman. nothing wrong with that at all. Angus plug. In the chess community, bro. 100. Okay. So now nah, let's play this one, man. Okay. Uh, this is the one um, uh, Joe was kind of uh, previewing, forecasting to a little bit earlier. And this is basically a spinoff of another popular game where, you know what I'm saying, uh, you got three options. And so our three options for this game is who in the chess community is somebody that you want to hang out with um who is somebody in the chess community that you want to actually lock in over the board with you could already you could obviously just say me again if you wanted to or you could pick somebody else don't matter and then the third one is who in the chess world is you trying to do the hand throwage with bro and this is a dangerous proposition for you but uh <laughs> but that's the three options so Jermaine would you would you like to go first yeah sure okay yeah tell us hang out with lock in and play uh chess with and then who you want to do some hand throw with on well let me see uh who I like who would I like to hang with probably uh probably Joe because he seems like um from from what I've seen like in the chess world a lot of people are talking to you but he, he helped me with something and it was in it it was like it was no it was it was genuine for sure you know what I mean it wasn't ulterior motive stuff like that and we had some you know some decent conversation he seemed like a pretty cool dude so I would definitely like to hang with Joe and I'm already gonna lock in and step on yeah, yeah, so who yeah. else aside from you would I like to probably uh, play on the, I would like to I would like to play knock like knock them all it's like my favorite chess player I like his streams and I like yeah, the way he man. talks. Yeah, you know, man. His stream is hilarious. He's the only, 
he's the only player that doesn't mind showing confidence. Everybody else is like a timid, you know, I don't really like, they all timid and cowardly yeah. in a sense. To me, that's kind of what I see. That's just to mm-hmm. me. You know what I mean? I could be, I could definitely be wrong. But Naka is like, well, other guys are like, well, I could have did this and possibly would have did that. Naka be like, yeah, I should have done this. Not a question. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like, I just like Naka. I like Yeah, Naka, Naka puzzle rush streams is like a yeah. must Hilarious. Yeah. One more. One more. He funny as hell. The only streams I watch, I just created my Twitch, but the only streams I watch is uh, Naka and, and Canty. Canty is fucking hilarious. That is Listen, not a move. Yeah, that that is not a move. <laughs> Let me give you one more, bro. Let me give Shout you one more. Cassie, please, James bro. You, please uh, <laughs> check out Chess Bra. That's Chess, C-H-E-S-S-B-R-A-H, bro. Yeah, he uh, can't host. Yeah, and sometimes they be raiding each other, right? Where they send their viewers over to the other channel that's um also streaming. Listen, them them Canadians, man, they they play, they show love to their subscribers, they explain things, they have fun. Like they'll actually like be playing like little like they'll they'll like whatever they'll be playing music, they'll be drinking sometimes, man. Just real like good vibes, bro. Good vibes and good chess. That's another good channel I would recommend to you or uh, to anybody else in the audience also. Can I please jump in on that? Because the chess bra, Eamon Hamilton, he had an hour and a half stream one day (laughs) where he played this one line where he sacked 20 for two pieces. He did it for an hour and a half straight and beat everybody. And his main thing in the line was, I'm going to keep my two bishops. So it was was hilarious. People were trying to sack like Brooks on Bishop and he wouldn't even let them stack their exchange on him. And it was literally, he was like, an hour and a half, he was literally moving his two Bishops around the board, running from exchange. It was like the funniest shit I've seen in my life. And they were still losing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah, definitely check out Chess Bro too. And uh, <laughs> the other Chess Bro, uh, Grandmaster Eric Hansen, him and Naka be going back and forth and they be playing each other a lot on each other's streams too. Like, they kind of got this little rivalry non-rivalry because Nakamura pretty much always be you know what I'm saying laying into him of course but you know what I'm they, do, they do be going at it though yep yeah. but okay uh Joe did you want to uh tell everybody uh you know what I'm saying your latest hang with lock it in with and uh, throw hands with oh Jermaine didn't do the last one. Oh yeah he didn't do his hand throwish did he <laughs> he tried to skip right over that, bro. He tried to yeah. Adrian Broner right over that question, bro. Man, you gave him a way out. <laughs> nah, that was you. I was waiting. Oh, so oh, so oh, yeah. Okay, he was just in the cut waiting. To, all right, all right. So yeah, without further ado, I think the world want to know, man. <laughs> oh well, I'm definitely gonna. I definitely want to put hands and feet on. It's on site. It's on site. Hey, y'all. That's my man. That's my man's and I love him. Look, that's my man's and I love him. But if anybody else put hands and feet on him, I'm going to put hands and feet on him. But that's that's my guy. But he, he just trolled 9,000. Oh, my God. Hold on. It's, it's a lot of guys. Not oh, so you say you say we got to get you back on so we can give you the rest of the hand throw with uh segment. 
Nah, let me give you some hand throws right now. Man, Nate is like GM trolling, man. <laughs> Dog, that's hilarious, gotta bro. Put hands on Nate. I put hands on Jeff. Jeff the Jesus? Oh, oh man. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, Jeff the... Jeff J. Jesus put hands on his ass. Oh, man. Tim, Tim, you got to go because I still ain't even thought about my Oh, man. Dog, that's what uh-huh. Okay. So, yeah. Um. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Mm, real quick. Um. Uh. Yeah. Hang out with. Shoot, man. Who haven't I said? Because I've already done a few of these segments, bro. Um. You know. Uh. Okay. Somebody who I would like to hang out with, um, actually, uh, is, you know, um, y'all got this IM out there, man. His name is, uh, well, I just know him as IM Max. Oh, uh, yeah, he from, uh, Max, he from, I only ran into him a couple of times. He from, like, Serbia. Yeah, oh, you talking about Dejan? Dejan? Yeah, yeah, he be dude. He yeah, be I crushing see. People. He be crushing I've, people, and I just feel like, man, we could probably take a couple shots of vodka or something, and like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you know, they they the man cool though. He could probably tell me some, you know, what I'm saying some stories from, you know, what I'm saying his homeland and everything. You know, he might know some real cool uh culture spots to hang out. You know, in uh Chicago region. Okay, so lock it in. Bro, I got to lock it in with you, dog, uh, Jermaine. Um, you know, only because, like I said, out of respect, you called me out. Um, you know, and, you know, we got to put on for our cities, man. See what's going to happen with that. And, uh... I don't know. We, don't, we ain't got to see what's going to happen. We, we know what's about to happen, brother. Wait, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to go all the way there. Like, I didn't I didn't know you want to already just let it be known that I was just going to go ahead and wipe the blow with you, but... No, it's time, <laughs> my brother. Seven. 17. Oh, uh, okay. So you said 17 4. We're going to play at 21 games. That's what Cage oh, Match is. You got me there. So I might even lose this, boy. Okay, 21 games. All blitz. Now you go like five minutes, three minutes. Oh, okay. I think well, whatever, like the standard, whatever the standard controls is, then, you know, I ain't trying to reinvent the wheel or nothing. But, yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Boom. All right. So there that is. And then, uh, let's see, for this hand throwage, I'm going to try to think of one real quick because Derek, man, he's been catching me. He's been calling me out, man, saying, like, I've been taking the easy route, bro. <laughs> Basically, you know what I'm saying, picking people who maybe it wouldn't even really be, like, a scrap with. But my thing is, man, I don't really got beef with nobody, so I'm be like, man, who, who could I actually say to satisfy this part of the game? But you don't have That's to have true too. beef. But I ain't got no beef with Nate. That's true, you're right about that. But it ain't, it ain't no, it ain't no beef. But I just wanna, you know, some people they say they say things, mm-hmm. and you gotta hit them upside the head. But in this mm-hmm. case, I ain't trying to go to jail, so I ain't trying to hit nobody upside the head. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Okay, then in that case, and you know, this might cause me to get my, uh, you know, what I mean, to get pony stomps. But I'll go ahead and throw hands with. <laughs> Daniel Jones. Oh man, he's a boy. I know that man no I know he no kung fu, man. I know he got the uh yeah, you know what I'm saying? The Mr. Miyagi dog, your own tuck. Not, not even that. He just want he just live real clean, man. 
he like one time a day. Daniel was in superb condition. Oh, man. Man. <laughs> I know that you Unless it's y'all in the phone booth, you better but, stay away. <laughs> but just imagine though, if I caught him with that one, huh, and then boom, that's the shot heard all around the chest world. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> are you talking about? Yeah, if I get them that, that if I just get that one out. off, boom, you know what I'm saying? Then it'll be like it'll go viral. It'll go viral. They'll play it in Cincinnati. They'll play it on board, <laughs> like Brooklyn Jerry. Get on, talk about it. It's a uh, shot heard around the world. You know? Oh man! So yeah, I'll, I'll put that on wax then. You know, and and not to, not to mention, man, he kind of do. Got a, a rival podcast, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, since my man's and stuff. So, you know. <laughs> man, they be disrespectful. He got a, and he on the same uh podcast app too, man. Like, dog, really? <laughs> so, yeah. So, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do the hand throw it with him. Even though, yeah, like I said, I might not even be able to get it off. But if I did, it would be, it would be monumental. You know what I'm saying? Like that. So, what's up, Joe? You got one? Your turn. All right. Um, so first, hang out, play, and then throw the hands with. Yep. Hang out. Actually, I'm looking forward to hanging out with the uh, with the Detroit Killers and the Blitzers down in Chicago. Chicago. So uh, I'm, I'm gonna throw some names: Jermaine, of course, Malik, Will. All three of them to show us love on the podcast. Absolutely. Um, Louis, that's my man. Me and Louis talk a lot of trash. Um. Oh, I, Johnny Strap. <laughs> nice. Hey, that, hey, look, that gotta be that, that, that guy. That guy's right. hilarious, man. He told me he go bring me some thoughts, some some other stuff in, in Chicago. So, so, so we gonna hang out. <laughs> nice. Um. Play. It's it's easy. X. You really think you could beat Daniel, man? In the I will fuck Daniel up. I don't know, yeah. man. Daniel can play, but I think I can fuck Daniel up. I can't do nothing with him in lightning. Oh, the blitz, that's a, that's a whole different ball game. See, Chess, just like, you feel me, Chess got levels, brother. Just, just like y'all be putting y'all foot on our little head, Daniel is a bigger fist than you right now. Oh, <laughs> I don't believe it. Then you gotta play, then you gotta play Canty, you know what I mean? You gotta play the big first, guy. First of all, Daniel's gonna lose bad to Cammy. Worse than I will lose to Cammy. Well, I don't think so, man. I think y'all I think y'all underestimate. We ain't underestimating y'all y'all really think Daniel has a chance against Cammy? Yeah, he beat him already. Then he beat him what? Five and a half to three or some silly shit like that. But see, this is a thing, bro. This is a thing. Right now, when when they when we playing in the arenas. Everybody's playing half distracted. Well, except me. I I go sit in the corner and my girl wonder ah. what I'm doing. Cause you know what I, so you know what I'm playing chess. Leave me alone. But I don't play distracted. I just get beat. But everybody, that, some of the guys, they be playing distracted and all that. But when it's time to lock in over the board, the dude is something different, man. Like I sit and watch him play like Max Dijon. I've watched Daniel beat him before. Max spotting everybody in the club. Crushing everybody in the club. I've watched Daniel be the only one. Well, Daniel and Tim sometimes be like the only people that come out, you know, getting victories or getting even getting close. Because Max is way stronger than them, but they mm-hmm. they do good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I watch I watch Daniel 
in the way he compete with other guys. Daniel was pretty good, man. I, I wish he would just go and play in the classical tournaments and go ahead and just get the little master title and all of that. But I think y'all underestimate him, and I think y'all really shouldn't. You know what I mean? No, no, we, 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 we not underestimate him. We, we know he can push. We, we know he definitely can push. Yeah. I just know. I just know. Like I've seen a lot of his game, and I know my game. I just don't think he can beat me in, in a blitz match. Let me let me let me ask you this, uh-huh. Joe. Let me ask you this. Online, because even me, like even me right now, I don't play like like my. Uh-huh. Opening, I do work on some. Of, I do work on some of them online, but it's a lot of stuff that I'm working on that's not online. Right. Same with. I, I would assume it's the same thing you do, or the same thing, same thing Dan mm-hmm. you do, or Kansas do. Like that's why different people make different accounts so they can work on different things without the people that they know. No one. Like right now, I know I got two cage matches coming up. I don't want to lose my dope, so I'm working on different things that I'm not gonna play online where everybody can go and go over my games and look at my right. games. You know, I'm sure. Everybody not playing their strongest chess online. Maybe. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna say that because I mean you, you gotta you gotta get the practice in. Like I don't play my best lives like a lot of times, but it, I'm also playing stuff that I'm working on. So I, I don't I mean if somebody wants wants to go through like all my online games and break down like it's blitz first of all, I'm making mistakes so so I don't. I don't think they. they right. You. You can really get a good gauge of my game going over my blitz games because like I'm trying new stuff. I'm a. It's gonna be a weird idea. I might leave a pawn hanging that I normally wouldn't leave hanging. You know. Right. Man, listen. Let me stop you right there, man. Who you trying to throw hands with, bro? We <laughs> talk about all this other stuff, and that that's the question we all. Who is you throwing hands with, bro? Hand throw it. Who am I throwing the hands with? Yeah, we talking <laughs> headbutts, <laughs> elbows, knee shots, exactly. ground and pound. Pause. But yeah, ground and pound. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to get too political, but but all over Detroit. I don't want to get too political, and 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 this guy, this guy, all right by me. But uh, I gotta throw the hands with Jeff the Hazels now. Like <laughs> Jeff the Hazels, wait a minute. It, Jeff DeJesus, your name been mentioned twice on this pod. I'm expecting a response within 48 hours. He got to catch the hands, man. Watch your back. Within 48 hours, I'm expecting some type of response from you, Jeff DeJesus. I know you he don't got to catch the hands, man. Somebody's going to hear this. You, if you don't hear this, I know some people you know going to hear this, man. We we got we to gotta get something on the record, dog. We, we, we got to get to the bottom of all this. But, and, and, uh, and like how Jermaine said, Nate is a big troll. Jeff is Jeff is a, like him and him and Jeff is like head to head trolling. Oh yeah, no, ain't no, ain't nobody head to head with Nate. With Nate, mm, so, man. Uh, oh, well, well, Nate, Nate might be GM. Jeff bought I am then. Yeah, Nate'll make a meme. He'll make a meme of you and then start a fight so he can post. Wow, <laughs> Nate is petty like that. Wow, <laughs> God, like, oh. that's dirty, man. <laughs> Jeff got to oh catch these hands, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, listen, fellas, like, we've been going for a while, man, so we should probably go ahead and wrap this up. You know, people, uh, they probably won't listen to much, much longer than this. So, I mean, if we got to, we could come we could come at him with a part two, man, of the Jermaine interview continue. But, uh, Jermaine, is there anything, man, you want to say, man, to the people in closing, bro? 
Yeah, I mean, the, thanks, thank y'all for having me. You know what I mean? I'm gonna get D a pass. I was gonna throw hands with him <laughs> because he ain't because he ain't here. But I know he with the kid. He know he know he with the kid. I know he with the kids right now. So I'm gonna give him a pass. You know what I mean? So you know, y'all all good with me, man. I appreciate you know what y'all do and you know like D and a lot of the guys. I see a lot of the guys on the internet working with the kids, and that's uh that's really the future, man. And that's kind of cool. Just thank y'all for being on the podcast. No problem. So, and you know D-Box, too. Well, you too. That's... Hey, look, I, I, I understand <laughs> that, man. But just like, just like, just like Chess got love with you. That's, yeah, that's true. Basically, that D is said he'll knock your ass out. Bro, hey, D, hey, D would, he would be the first to admit that he, he didn't get too, too many lessons now. I mean... Uh, but just about every man has had at least the most basic rudimentary boxing. Okay, you know, you want to protect yourself and, you know, you, you throw this this away and that, you know what I'm saying, type of deal. You know, maybe a little bit of footwork into there, but yeah. but uh, No, but I mean, just outside of, outside of actual boxing, it's just about the level of violence you're willing to display. Right, exactly. The level of violence that you're willing, to, the, the level that you're willing to go. And I and before I even start boxing, like fighting was just a part of my everyday fucking life. My mama got nine kids, mm. <laughs> and all, and she took care of everybody. All my yeah, cousins, so that sounds like a dangerous man right there. Like he had boxing. many, many of fights. <laughs> so you, ba- you basically said, if I'm a fight, mine will get paid for it, right? <laughs> On the radio, yeah. ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Hey, this man, this was, this was a fun pod, bro, man. I'm. I'm I just want to thank you for coming on, man. Telling us, you know, letting everybody know about you, man. Um, and I think it's been uh, very, very insightful, you know what I'm saying, to know, you know what I'm saying, your your perspective on things. So, yeah, I just wanted to say that, dog. And, and Joe, for quarterbacking this thing in uh, uh, D's absence, you know, um, I appreciate y'all, brothers, man. This, I had a good time. All right. Man, me too. Thank, thanks for having me. Thank you guys for coming. All right, y'all. I guess that does it for this episode of the Detroit Chess Killers Podcast. Show some love, show some support. D, we'll catch you on the flip side. When you back home, man, everybody, take it easy. Peace out. Peace. Peace.